Chetty and I want to take a moment to talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey at night two in Argentina. Oh my god, I was just not I, I was not expecting to feel as I did about like all the little videos and stuff that came out of that show. But I am an even bigger supporter of this couple than I was like a couple weeks ago when I was talking about them. They are so cute. It was so sweet. I saw the video of him reacting to her like changing the words in the song to like you know, taking, going, oh my god, I forgot the words, but she said, like, you know, taking, oh my god, what? I'm, so, I'm a fake fan. Wait, now I need to look at what the words were. Okay, so conveniently enough, that was the first video on my Instagram feed, so it was Karma, and she said, Karma's the boy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me. And oh my god, like, that's so cute, and then she ran up to him after the concert and gave him a big hi and smooch, and I was like, this is the most precious celebrity couple that I've seen in a long time. And I just, I really, really hope it works out for them. But at the same time, I can't get my hopes up too high because this is like starting to, I can't have a like an unhealthy parasocial <laughs> relationship with them. But it's okay. I think a lot of people, a lot of people do. I'm not the only one. So that's what I'm telling myself. Anywho. The topic of today's episode is something that happened to me last week, and it's the most randomest thing ever, but if you take nothing away from today's episode, please remember to use band-aids. So essentially what happened is a couple weeks ago, well, okay, let's start from when I realized there was a problem. Last week, I, so I live alone. I live at home by myself. I like... Other than seeing people in, like, classes and stuff during the day, I don't really have interaction with people. And I know that sounds bad, but, like, I try to plan stuff with friends to do on the weekends. And, like, I meet up with my school friends to study. And, like, you know, we do fun things every now and then. And I like being alone. So I'm not necessarily lonely. I'm just alone a lot. Like, I'm by myself a lot. And so, you know, with that comes a lot of benefits. Like, most of the time I can just do whatever the fuck I want and I don't have to, like, worry about or be considerate of other people, which is something that I like to do. And so sometimes I like overthink that and get overly like anxious and stressed out about, about that for no reason, because all the people I surround myself with are like not going to leave me as a friend or whatever, because I did one small thing that they didn't want to do or something like, I don't know. I don't even, I can't even come up with an example because I can't think of anything logical. And so that just goes to tell you like how illogical the overthinking is there. My point is sometimes I like to hang out alone because it's just easier and that's not always a good thing and I know that and I'm trying to get better about that but it's just you know that's just the phase of life I'm in right now I like to be alone and I'm okay with that I like to I like to scream Taylor Swift music while I'm doing the dishes or like talk out loud while I'm trying to figure out the gate cycle you know that's just like where we're at right now and I like that. So one of the downsides of living alone is you don't have a second opinion when it comes to certain things. One of them being an increasingly swollen left ring finger that is starting to get painful and you're kind of just telling yourself like, oh, actually, I think it's, yeah, I think it's better than it was yesterday when in, in reality it is way worse than it was yesterday and, was way, and is way worse than it was last week. 
and has not been getting progressively better in any way whatsoever. And so I had this finger swelling and it was getting red and it was getting like pulsatile at night and it was tender and painful. And we happened to learn about different like aneurysms in the knee that week in school. And so then I had convinced myself like I had an aneurysm and I had cancer and um, but still I was kind of like, oh, he like I, I don't actually like I'm definitely overthinking this. And then that weekend, I went to a friend's birthday party, and I was showing my friend, I was like, oh, yeah, my finger, like, it's really swollen, and, like, I don't know, it's doing this weird thing, like, it hurts, and, like, I went to the gym today, and I was, like, doing my bicep curls and stuff with the dumbbells, and, like, my finger was hurting, like, gripping the dumbbell, like, that's so weird, haha, and then she took one look at my finger, and she was like, that's not normal, and I was like, oh, okay, and then the next day, I went to Costco with my parents, and I showed my parents, I was like, yeah, like, you know, my friend was saying that this doesn't look good, and they were like, yeah, you need to go to a doctor, so lucky for me, my PCP had availability on the next day in the morning, so I just scheduled an appointment on my chart, and I was like, hey, like, my finger's swollen and red and pulsatile and tender. I felt, like, so cool using all those words. I was like, yeah. But anyways, so um, I so I made the appointment. I put that in the note, and then I showed up at the visit. And, of course, I had to fill out all the paperwork. And then I was just kind of sitting there staring at my finger. And then I went and got my height. And actually, I don't think the, P, the MA took my height. She just took my weight. And I don't remember what the number was now. Also, does anybody else think it's kind of weird that you can just, like, stand on the scale with your shoes on? I mean, I know that the shoes probably don't really weigh that much, so they don't really add that much to your weight, but that just feels wrong to me. Anyways, so after that, she, like, took my blood pressure. It was pretty good, and my heart rate and pulse ox and whatnot. And then I was just kind of sitting there, and then the doctor came in, and she took, I kid you not, like, one second to look at my finger and was like, oh, yeah, that's paranychia. I was like, what now? What is it? Paranychia? What the hell is that? So then she was explaining it to me, and she was like, oh, like, you're in medical school, right? You've learned about this. And I was like, girl, we are in week 10. I can tell you the muscles and the sole of the foot, and I can't, can't do a good job of that because I haven't learned them yet. So then she was telling me what paranychia is. Apparently, it's really common, but I had never heard of it. Nobody in my family has gotten it. Nobody I know of that, ha- like, ha- has had it. So I was just like, what is this? But basically, she was saying that it's a staph or strep infection. So whenever you have like a hangnail or if you bite your nails or if you don't wash your hands and there's like a cut on your finger, staph or strep will get in it and then cause an infection of that like localized area and a little like pus abscess forms. And it's not serious or anything like that. It's very common. But she kept telling me, like, she kept asking me, like, oh, you know, like, have you got, like, a hangnail recently? Have you cut yourself recently? Like, what do you think could have caused, like, a break in your skin? And I was, so a couple weeks ago, I made those pumpkin chocolate chip muffins. And I did, in fact, cut my pinky finger opening the pumpkin can, which was really unfortunate in the moment. Um, But it was not this, like, I cut my pinky finger on my right hand. And this was on my left hand on my ring finger. So I was like, I don't think it was that. And... 
so I was just kind of like in the moment at, at the office, like, oh yeah, like, I don't know. I must've had a hangnail or something. Cause I get those a lot. And now it's getting colder in Ohio. Like my skin's dry all the time and it's like peeling and bleeding randomly. It's really gross. And so it just kind of happened. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe it was something like that. Like, I don't know what caused it. And so she kept saying, like, she told me like three times. She was like, yeah, so could be cause you don't wash your hands. Make sure you wash your hands. You need to wash your hands. I was like, girl, I wash my hands. So now I'm kind of sad that my PCP thinks I don't wash my hands, which is like really vile and gross. And like, I wash my hands. I promise you, I wash my hands. So, but in the moment I just was like, yeah, I'll wash my hands more. Like, I don't know. So, but anyway, she gave me an antibiotic as well, which was $1.99, which is really clutch because I'm so used to medications being so expensive or like randomly like expensive every now and then. So that was nice. So, yeah, then I went to Giant Eagle later and got my antibiotics, and then I went home because she told me that I had to pop my abscess and drain it myself. I so th- sit, I sat there in shock for, like, a second because I was like, I'm sorry, what? Why did I drive all the way over here to this office for you to tell me what I could have watched in a TikTok video of somebody, like, popping their own abscess? I have to drain it myself? So then she was like, yeah, I just had to drain. Obviously, I didn't say any of that to her. But and then I was like, okay, like, how do I do that? Like, I've never fucking drained my own pus abscess before on my finger or anywhere on my body. So she was like, yeah, you just have to, like, um, soak it in warm water for 15 to 20 minutes and then wash your hands and use a clean finger. Or if you have, like, a sterile tool, like, just push on it until it pops and drains. I was like, okay, so I went home. Mind you, all of this happened on Monday morning, and I had a quiz later that day. I did no studying that morning because I went to this visit, and then I was like, oh, God, I have to get my medication, and I have to pop my own abscess. I don't have time to learn what the tibialis anterior does in the anterior compartment of the leg. So then I went home and soaked my finger in warm water for 15 minutes while I did this I drank a matcha of course and had a sweet treat because it was like I need some I need some energy to get to get myself to do this and I also googled like paronychia and like well I highly don't recommend like do not google paronychia it's disgusting the images that come up anyways I googled it because I was like what is this and the pictures look exactly how my finger did so I was like okay cool correct diagnosis not that I doubted her but I was just kind of like you know let me like see what's up like let me double check this anyways and then I was seeing like you know what online resources said about how to pop it the correct way so I made sure to wash my hands I microwaved a little bowl of water which is now permanently my finger soaking bowl um, because I can't use that for food in the foreseeable future until I forget that I you know until I forget that I drained my own finger pus abscess into it Um, so until I forget about that. It's not being used for food currently. Anywho, so I was soaking it in this, watching like a Cody Ko video, drinking my matcha and my muffin, and then it was 15 minutes, so I was like, okay, it's time to do the thing. So I went to my bathroom, and I pulled my finger out of the water, and it was all pruny and gross, and it was, at that point, it was kind of painful just in general, not even when I was touching it, so that's why I went to the doctor, because I was like, yeah, this is like annoying. So I washed my hands with soap, and then I pushed my right fingers into this pus abscess in order to drain it, and it started, like, squirting out pus. It was so gross. It started squirting out pus, so I was like, okay, cool, like, it's draining, great, 
and I did that for a couple seconds and then nothing else was coming out so I was like okay I guess it's done um so then I went back to I did a, like an hour of studying maybe and then I was like okay well this looks the it doesn't I mean it looks better but it doesn't look that much better and it kind of looks like there's still pus in here so maybe you have to redrain it and repop it so then so then I, I re-soaked my finger in more water and then went back to my bathroom. And this time I was successful in popping it because I heard a pop sound. And it was just a sound that I will never be able to forget. And I know I'm being super dramatic because this is like a really common, like not serious thing at all. But it was so disgusting to me. So then I had to, yeah, then I popped it a second time and was more successful that time. Like, everything pretty much drained out. And and then that was that. And then I had my antibiotics. I was on a course that was five days long, but it was, like, four pills a day. So that was a lot. And I actually forgot to take them. <laughs> I forgot to take them yesterday. So now I'm kind of scared that I've created, like, super bugs within me. But that's fine. It's Hopefully that's not the case. I am trying to finish it up tonight. So I only have two more left in my course and everything looks good now. It's there's still just like two gaping holes from the two places where I popped my pus abscess. So like it's still open to the general environment, which is really concerning. But as I was popping my pus abscess for the second time, I came to the realization of what caused all of this traumatic experiences in the first place two weeks ago I went to the anatomy lab oh my god my voice just cracked there I went to the anatomy lab for a sports medicine and anatomy club it was like a joint club meeting and it was really cool we talked about a bunch of different like surgeries that you can do on the shoulder and we actually kind of understood what's happening because we've learned the anatomy of the shoulder so I was like oh okay like wow, I can actually apply my knowledge and it makes sense. So that was really cool and fun and great. But I realized kind of halfway through the meeting that I got a paper cut on my left ring finger. And I was like, oh God, like we're in the middle of this meeting. Like, I don't know who to ask for a Band-Aid. And I had gloves on because we were in the lab. So I was like, ah, it's it's probably fine. And then at the end of the meeting, I asked the professor for a Band-Aid and I put a Band-Aid on there and I was like, okay, great. Let's move on with life. So that home, I, that night I went home and worked out and whatever, and then I showered and I took that Band-Aid off. And I did not replace... So I, I actually talked about this on one of... On, like, that week I talked about it. I only have these, like, random off-brand, like, kid Band-Aids, and they have, like, weird-ass characters on them. And... I used a ba that Band-Aid once and then never, like, replenished it, I guess. So I only put a, ba a new Band-Aid on once and then just kind of left it open in to the elements and was like, oh, fuck it, it'll be fine. It was not fine. I guess that's how the staff and stra strap got into it. For some reason, I had convinced myself that I didn't have any more Band-Aids at home. I was like, oh, I don't have any more Band-Aids, so I can't put a new one on. So it's fine, whatever. I fully had an entire pack of those off-brand kid band-aids because after I popped my pus abscess, I was like, oh God, like I was just at Giant Eagle to get these meds and I didn't pick up band-aids because the whole reason that this whole thing happened in the first place is I didn't put a band-aid on this paper cut. So then I opened up that first aid 
kid pack that I have because I was like, maybe there's one random Band-Aid in here that I just didn't see. There's a whole fucking pack of Band-Aids in there that I just didn't use. So I could have avoided all of this mess. I could have saved myself the time of driving to the doctor's office, the tra the traumatic events that transpired after that of popping my own pus abscess and having to do that twice because I messed up the first time. And oh my God, it was just like, it was... It was a good epiphany because now I will never forget to use band-aids, but also it was really sad that I could have completely avoided all of that pain and suffering if I had just not gaslit myself into being like, oh, you don't have any more band-aids. So yeah, anyways, that's my story. So that kind of happened over the course of the last two weeks. This past Monday is when I popped it and like went to the doctors and everything and I've been taking my meds. So if you have a paper cut or something make sure to wash your hands and keep the area clean or even better use a band-aid because you do not want to get paronychia it fucking sucks it's not fun and if it's god forbid caused by something other than staph or strep you will need like stronger antibiotics to to like fix it it's not necessarily going to be 100% cleared by just popping your abscess but popping your abscess helps it helped a lot with the pain and the swelling and everything so that was really nice it was a nice after effect. The actual motions of doing that were horrible. So, yeah. So that's my story about why everybody should wear Band-Aids when they have paper cuts anywhere or just cuts in general or just wash your hands more and be careful because I guess I didn't wash my hands enough. So that's really that was really unfortunate for me. But I got through it. And in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that bad. So, yeah. I also wanted to give a SMART goals update. I know last week I talked about, like, I kind of forgot that November had started, and so I didn't journal for the first day of November. But since then, I've been journaling every day in November, which is really exciting. I kind of look forward to it now, honestly. Like, before I go to bed, I, like, pull out my little journal and pencil. It's helpful to have it on my nightstand so I see it every night before I go to bed because... Sometimes I forget and then I like see it before I go to bed. And I'm like, oh my God, time to journal. So, and it's not really like anything super intense. Honestly, most nights I'm pretty tired before I go to bed. So it's just like a one or two sentence thing. So it's really not time consuming, but it's a great way for me to just kind of be in silence for a little bit and just kind of like think about, okay, what did I do today? What do I have to be grateful for? And it just puts me in a good mood before I go to bed. I think especially with the holiday season coming up it's always helpful to be a little bit more mindful about the things we have that we can be grateful for so especially with everything going on in the world right now so yeah I would highly recommend if you haven't tried it to try gratitude journaling and that looks different for everybody it doesn't have to be on a pen and like it doesn't have to be with a pen and paper you could do it on your phone in the notes app or something like that if you know me you know I'm a big proponent of the notes app I love that thing I put down all my thoughts and stuff in there, especially when I'm planning for episodes and things like that. Um, even planning for this one, I made sure to write down all of my experiences because I tend to forget stuff very easily. So so unless I'm like actively like, okay, you need to remember this, you need to do this. Like most 99% of the time, it's out of my brain like two seconds later. Unless I write stuff down, like I can almost guarantee I'm going to forget to do that stuff. So Yeah. Anyways, that's all I had for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. 
I hope, like I said, if nothing else you got out of it, that you should be using Band-Aids and practicing good hygiene, especially going into like flu, COVID, and RSV season. That's really, really important. So look at me being a future physician. If you like this episode, make sure to leave a rating. Hopefully it's five stars. Um, but if not, that's okay. You don't need to. I'm not, I'm not here to tell you what to do. So, But if you could, that would be great. Leave a five-star review. Let me know what you thought. Have you heard of Paranikia before you listened to this or have you ever had it? I hope you haven't because I would not wish this upon my worst enemy, even though it's like literally not um, serious at all. It's just not fun. It's not a fun experience. Um, so anyways, I hope you have a great rest of your day or next day whenever you're listening to this or like week or month or the rest of the year because we've only got like basically a month and a half left of 2023 which is absolutely insane. But at the same time, I'm ready for it to be over. I'm ready for it to be 2024. I'm excited for, I'm already excited for spring and summer. It's really sad. My birthday's in January. So like I have to like, I have to like winter and I do in theory, but then when I'm actually going through winter, like having to shovel snow or drive in the snow or just do anything in the snow, I'm like, oh, I really don't like this. Or like now it's like really cold and the sun's setting at five and it's like, I just want to curl up in a little ball and read and not do anything. So it's not good for like studying, you know, like I'm just not motivated to study. So anyways, I don't know what made me go on that side tangent. So sorry. Okay, I'll actually close out now. So thanks for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Love you. Thank you.